0: Welcome to the CDI Podcast. I'm Dylan Edgel, Assistant Director of the University of Central Arkansas Center for Community and Economic Development.
1: And I'm Emily Cooper Yates, Project Coordinator for CCED.
0: Our guests today come to us from Helena, Arkansas and partner with us on community branding projects across the state. Thrive is a nonprofit design firm whose mission is to empower communities to thrive through good design and youth engagement. Today, we're joined by Will Staley, Ryan Biles, and Sarah Melby. Welcome, guys. Uh, Will, uh, could you start us off and tell us a little bit about how Thrive got started and, and what you guys do today?
2: Sure thing. Um, Thrive got started uh, by my co-founder and I. His name is Terrence Clark. Um, we were trying to figure out how design could help people. We both went to get our master's in New York City um, at an art school called Pratt's. After I had graduated, he came up for um, basically a business management education, uh, and that's where we were able to come together and collaborate on how to do something focused on Helena. My graduate thesis was about Helena. I chose Helena because I tagged along with my mom as she was delivering coats and books to a, a great nonprofit organization, Helena, called Together for Hope and <clears throat> it was my summer between my thesis year i lived in helena at, did all this design research and things like that and basically came out at the end of it with uh what looked more like a business plan than an industrial design or product design project which was how can we get designers to helena to work with locals uh and uh, combine our heads to come up with basically like super products, so things that might be made out of kudzu that could employ people um, like, a ply, like a kudzu board plywood kind of thing. Uh, there was also this thing that we designed called like a uh, Hell in a Hand basket, uh, which was, you know, like leather scraps from the Monroe Shoe Factory and Hot Springs, you know, how can we create jobs in that process? So it was really ambitious. And what happened was we decided to move uh, from Brooklyn, uh, you know, back home for me, basically, back to Arkansas. And um, we had to figure out how to eat. We had actually both gone to undergrad for graphic design. And so that was the immediate skill set that was demanded um, by uh, folks that could get us small contracts. Um, and so we started, we did a billboard for a church. We would do something for some small organizations here and there that led us to getting, uh, people understanding that we were there and we wanted to help carry the water of leadership. Um, and so the community basically had gone through this, uh, branding process called the Phillips County strategic plan. In that plan, they had a bullet point that said, we need a small business incubator and so we said, we'll do it. We'll do it for free because we knew this would be a great way to get our foot in the door uh, and start to build trust uh, within the community. Uh, fast forward a few years, we, um, we launched the Cherry Street Fair, which is something that we also thought needed to happen, which was really about leveraging the arts and culture um, assets of just being in the Delta, you know, and living on the Mississippi River. I mean, it's right on the Mississippi River, all the blues. Uh, backgrounds, all the gospel, all the influence that Helena has had on the whole rest of the world. I mean, it's ground zero, right, for a lot of what we think is cool. (laughs) You know, it's affected um, movies, music, everything. So we really wanted to put an authentic display out there. And so we did that for like eight years. In the process, we found out that the adults are really tired, you know, They've been doing a lot of hard work, and that basically the youth have all this energy, and they're looking for things to do. Uh, and so, through the Cherry Street Fair, we we found out that uh, we started just mentoring the people and having these amazing relationships with these young people that would come to us once they heard the music start up. And so, we thought really hard about trying to formalize that somehow. And so now we have two programs. Uh, One is called uh, the Helena Design Crew. The other one's called the Helena Adventure Company. And both of those things speak to uh, where we think there's openings that where we can just be the most helpful. So we do these graphic design programs, but we also do these these apprenticeship and kind of mentorship things that happen between different uh, educational communities. So we've got our private school kids, public charter public these kids don't always hang out together Uh, and so that's kind of a really cool byproduct of uniting these communities Um, opening up uh, these new career paths the creative industries Um, there are so many different career paths you can take Uh, and we saw that a big challenge is that artists and designers aren't necessarily gonna stick around in rural places. That That is a challenge, which means we are losing kids. Well, basically kids with any kind of creative inspiration are just not being served. And so that, that really bums me out um, because that's who I was until I found some inspiration, until I went to an architecture camp, um, uh, at the University of Arkansas. I mean, that lit a fire in me, like someone basically told me that I was good at something, even though I had some bad grades, you know, uh, in high school. And then I got back from that as a junior. And as a senior, I took things very seriously because I found a place for me in the world uh, where I could do something. That's what we're trying to replicate, quite honestly.
1: All right, so this next question, you kind of hit on already, um, but we wanted to know, in addition to your work across the state, Um, You guys are also very involved and hands-on with the community in Helena. Can you talk more about the work that you do within Helena?
3: Uh, Yeah, so Will did already kind of um, summarize this a little bit, but um, like he said, we saw a gap in what students here were receiving um, as far as art and design education, and we felt like that was somewhere we could step in um, and offer a little bit of expertise, but also offer kind of a place for the kids that aren't in sports and that aren't, you know, doing bands um, to be able to do things and learn something and then potentially use that as a career path. Um, but in the process of learning that stuff, um, you know, they're, they're learning soft skills and they're learning um, other transferable job skills that don't just have to do with art and design. And so as we were developing that, we also kind of started to realize how much, you um, this area has to offer as far as outdoor recreation and tourism that we aren't capitalizing on. So we merged those two things to create what Will was saying, the Helena Adventure Company. Um, and so we have high schoolers that come to us twice a week during the day, um, and we call them our apprentices, and they learn photography, videography, graphic design, but all based around a project for the outdoors. And so last year we created um, a Promotional video for the Mississippi River State Park and um, that was something that we saw as another kind of missing piece That the state park is right here and most of the community doesn't know about it um, And the state park is limited in how they advertise and so we said can we do it and they said sure <laughs> um, And so we got to create that and the kids flew drones and the kids did photography um, and It was student-led um, and we We think that's important for a lot of reasons. Um, Like I said, we're trying to to attract more tourism here. and We're trying to promote that, but we also want our kids to have better access to the outdoors. Um, And that's something that is not pushed um, in a lot of spaces, um, and especially in a lot of spaces where poverty is pretty prevalent. Um, And so with Helena, we have all these options, very little access to it. um, And we want to encourage that um, and we also want to instill in our kids a pride in the place that they're coming from. Um, a lot of the narrative here is that in order to be successful in any way, you have to leave Helena. Um, and while we understand that that has largely been um, the case for a lot of people, we want to, to push the reinvestment in Helena um, and provide the kind of uh, path to do that. Um, and, Will says a lot of time, you know, we hear all the time that artists can't make a living, um, whereas we're the living proof that they actually can, and they can in a rural place like Helena. Um, so that's our Helena Adventure Company, and then the Helena Design Crew is something we started a couple of years ago uh, with after school. So these are seventh through twelfth graders. Um, they are learning more hands-on um, skills for projects. Um, we're doing things like painting murals, like Will said. Um, and we come alongside the Warfields Concerts, um, their free concert series to the community. And they're having a hard time, you know, getting the word out and making it more of an experience than just come and sit for two hours with his performance and leave. Um, and so we wanted to provide something that made it a whole, a whole experience with social media, everything. Um, and so we created Backdrops and we've done um, fun props for photo booths and those kinds of things and then you know the kids are tie-dying uh gene attachments to make them bell bottoms <laughs> and making flower crowns um and painted backdrops um and like Will said these kids are coming from multiple different educational backgrounds um and you know anyone who's from around here knows that our school systems are pretty pretty segregated and and we obviously see that as a big problem and we see ourselves a little bit as a neutral ground um where we can pull kids together who wouldn't otherwise have time spent together or become friends um and kind of bridge that gap um through art and design.
0: That's awesome and that's really important work. Um, you know, I I grew up in a rural community as well and I I felt that um pressure to leave if I was gonna, you know, make something of myself. But I, I think it's such an important message that you can you can do the same things you would do in a, a bigger city and a rural community uh, and kind right. of grow the places that you're from. We, we partner with you guys to offer community branding services in communities around the state. Um, so can you talk a little bit about why having a cohesive brand and identity for a community is so important?
4: That's a great thing to talk about because it's it's the kind of the, uh, well, we'll say the other half of what we do. It's integral and it's completely a part of the spirit of what we do. When Sarah's talking about instilling pride of place in students, um, you know, every community needs to have at its heart, people who are proud to be from there or to be there. And you spoke about being, you know, a young person in a place trying to decide if they can leave or if they can, if they ever would come back. And that's that story is multiplied throughout certainly our region that we serve. In the Delta, but because we serve communities statewide in Arkansas as a whole, outside of a few certain areas, that tends to be the case for many of our communities. And so part of what we say is, and what we talk about when we're working with communities and chambers of commerce and other nonprofit organizations is we talk about understanding the story that you believe about yourself, right? So you have to know what you believe about yourself before you can tell that story to others. And you have to go through kind of a process of discovery, um, which is a big component of what our professional services are when we go uh, and work with communities on a branding consultancy project. So. Um, when we workshop with community leaders and stakeholders, we lead through these exercises that might seem familiar at first, but really what's happening is we're distilling this uh, kind of emotional essence of what um, each of the stakeholders brings to the table and in that diversity of perspective, Um, we began to distill down, okay, here's what we're hearing about your community from a objective standpoint, and then work through different iterations of capturing what that essence is. Um, And it's really important, again, that that exercise lead to a unifying and uniting conclusion or consensus that then we can begin designing in terms of graphic design and the other elements and deliverables of a brand identity system. We design those things around this idea that's distilled in this creative brief. Um, And then the community can return back to that as a touch point. It's like, yeah, that is who we are. Yeah, we do want to be known for that. Sometimes it might be slightly aspirational but um, it certainly reflects, again, the feedback that the citizens of that community have provided to us through those exercises. And <clears throat> again, to tie back to the work we do with our students, that's awakening, right? It's an awakening of, wow, we have this potential, or I have this potential. Um, we can do this. This is, this is work that's worth doing. Um, and, and when a community as a whole, or as, as a group, or as a collective Um, kind of has this light bulb go off. It really is, it can be very powerful. And again, at the essence of what we're doing, Will's thesis from the very beginning is art and design and and specifically art and design careers, but the act of creating and creative activity is pivotal in, in helping communities come to that realization point. It's very powerful in that way.
1: So uh, we talked some about the branding process, and branding can be a difficult process for a community. What do you think is the most important consideration when a community is going through that process to find a new or refreshed identity for themselves?
4: There's,
2: a, a, of course, a, a lot of moving pieces, but um, <clears throat> something that can be a, a place where you get tripped up is um, not understanding uh, the sequence that branding, uh, that branding comes into within the marketing the whole marketing piece of your community. Um, so branding comes first. It's just really important to know <clears throat> that in the process branding comes first. Uh, you don't want to spend money on, on marketing materials or you know, social media ads, or video promotional videos for your events if you don't have a cohesive brand first, meaning a visual identity system. So this this visual identity system, this will be your logo, color palette, typography, treatment of imagery that you use. Um, these are all things that are really important when you're trying to get a really solid message honed. So What's important in that process, the thing that you can trip up on is you might hire the wrong people to deliver you a mark. that just doesn't do it. What you need to do is look at portfolios. If you can look at the company's portfolio, um, it will save you a lot of time and potential heartbreak. What we've seen is there might be agencies that are really good at the, like, data, data analysis and promotional. Like, we can, we can get you a, a huge booklet full of market research telling you why you should do something. But if you look at their websites lots of times, their case studies um, have logos where you're just kind of, like, wondering, well, dang, that was, that was kind of, you know, a flop you know, are just underwhelming, you know? So it's like my advice in that scenario that we tell folks is if you don't feel comfortable um, looking at the portfolios and making a judgment, then find someone who is, feel free to pay them to give you an analysis of uh, competing marketing agencies and firms and brand consultancies
4: um, but that part's really important. I'll, I'll piggyback on what Will said in and kind of reiterate the, the foundational aspect of having good design lead the way before you continue investing in any of these resources is, um, you know, that's kind of the main message that we've, we've been um, wanting to share with uh, communities and people across the state. And th- I'll just also add that um, in that, being the most important consideration, setting up a process to go through the creative um, process is, is is critical. So when you do so, representation is really important when you're talking about a community that, um, you know, every community has to make sure that the diversity of the people from there are represented in this creative process. It's empowering and it's fundamentally empowering when you, you do it right from the beginning. And you don't wanna have a missed opportunity. Um, And just like a poorly done logo as an afterthought is a missed opportunity. Not um, having people representing the full spectrum of your community at the table from the beginning is also a missed opportunity. And we've been privileged to work with communities that have done a really good job of making sure that people were involved and continuing to be involved throughout that creative process. Um, Those are the most rewarding um, end results when, when that concludes.
0: You know, working with you guys uh, through a branding process was some of the most interesting work I've done as a part of this position. Um, So it's really great work. And if you're looking at portfolios, you might as well look at Thrive because they have some really, really good stuff. So Will, Ryan, and Sarah, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us on the CDI podcast. Again, you guys do some really great work in Helena and for communities across Arkansas. Um, If our listeners are interested to find out more about you guys, where can they find you?
2: ThriveCenter.org. We also have a Facebook page, Instagram page. <laughs> All the socials.
0: Well, thanks again for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thanks for Thank having Thank you us.
1: so much. On upcoming episodes, the CDI podcast will feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners, and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid-South. We hope you join us next week on the CDI podcast.